Alright, you already know what it is. Turn my mic up. Hey, yo, what up, world? Welcome to another episode of Lost on Mars with me, the homie Mills. You are in the mix. I appreciate y'all. Y'all still rocking with your boy, and I got much love for everybody that does. Uh, first off, man, I want to shout out to myself, man. Actually, I want to shout out to uh to my god my lord jesus uh made another birthday this past week on thursday so i've been turned since last thursday turned in a good way I ain't talking about drinking or smoking uh just mean just celebrating celebrating life celebrating being alive in the land of the living i am forever grateful and thankful and not just for god but for the people that he put in my life uh, those of you listening who that actually applies to, I am forever grateful for you guys. Y'all are priceless. Y'all are amazing. Y'all make me who I am. And um, in love, I do this for y'all. So, yeah, uh, I appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for continuing to tune in. Um Today will be a special episode. I kind of wanted to get this knot off. You know your boy got a knot, man. Mm. You know, I stay keeping a knot in my... I need to see the doctor. Because I got these knots that just pop up in my chest, man. And I got to get these knot off. These knots off. You feel me? So, we're going to dive into a few things today. I just wanted to shout out to you, the listener. I appreciate you. Lost on Mars with your boy. Stay tuned. Yeah, so recently there was a video making its rounds on social media entitled Black Culture Problem. Um, and the video uh, video was created by a young man named Scott Rhodes, uh, a young white man uh, that decided uh, to... Uh, voice his opinion on uh, some of the problems and negative dynamics within black culture. Take a listen. African-American communities in this nation are disproportionately failing and it's not because of systemic racism and it's not because of a lack of privilege. It's because there's problems within the culture. There's a cultural issue happening from within the black community that needs to be corrected. Why does 13% of the population, which is black, cause over 50% of the murders in this nation? Why does that happen? Why is the single parenthood rating in the black community upwards of 70%, significantly higher than any other ethnic group? And why is it that approximately 95% of all black homicides are committed by other black individuals? It's really easy to point the finger and say, it's not my fault, it's systemic racism keeping us down. It's the fact that we don't have privilege is the reason why we're not succeeding. No, that's not the reason you're not succeeding. It's the fact that you have some problems in your culture that are bringing your people down and you need to correct them. Was America more racist now than it was in 1960 because all of these stats have greatly increased within the greatest time period for civil rights? The answer is no, we're not more racist now than it was in 1960, but for some reason we have more problems. These problems have nothing to do with racism and everything to do with the culture within the black community. 
And more specifically, what I want to attribute all these problems to, or a majority of these problems to, is the music that this culture produces, that the black culture produces. It's undeniable that one of the biggest influencers in our society today is the music industry. So black music, or music that is predominantly listened to and produced by the black community, promotes the objectification of women, the selling and trafficking of drugs, and also gang violence as well as gun violence. You don't believe me? Let me just quote some of the most popular songs. If a nigga wants static, let him have it. Have you ever seen a mini semi-automatic? A boogie with the hoodie. Everyone screaming, fuck WestJet. Lil Pump still sell that meth. Little Pump. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, thought, thought. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. Migos. When you're teaching your communities that being hard, selling drugs, and shooting individuals with guns is the cool thing to do, you end up destroying your communities with drugs, with gun violence, and you end up having a good portion of your population in prison. And when you're in prison because you wanted to be hard, who's there to raise your goddamn kids? Children that don't grow up with their fathers are five times more likely to end up poor, nine times more likely to drop out of school, 20 times more likely to develop behavioral disorders, and 20 times more likely to end up in jail. So now the next generation in the community has to grow up with more problems because the choices their parents make, but also the influencers within their ethnic group. So statistically, you can see why there's problems within the black community that aren't related to some racist government. It's all internal. It's all coming from within. And you can see how the next generation is going to suffer because when these kids grow up with all these problems, they become adults. They have kids and they pass down those problems and those ideas those belief systems so now we know where the problem is coming from and the only way to correct it now is to not play into the idea that the government is racist or there's something called white privilege because it doesn't exist and take individual responsibility for our children and our communities that's how you do it thanks for watching everyone i hope you enjoy my content if you do give me a like give me a share if you have something to say or you have a problem with something i said send me something in the comment section below thanks for watching Hey, yo, Scott, come holla at your boy. Hey, fool with your guy, Mills. Nah, real talk, man. Um, one of the things that was very interesting about that video um, was the level of confidence that that Scott spoke with. Uh, you know, he, 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 he cited statistics and facts about the black community uh, with, with such an assurance uh it was it was it, it was interesting to watch um if i had an opportunity to talk to scott and if i do ever get the opportunity to talk to scott um i would i would love to kind of kind of go over a few things with him um but the first thing that i would let him know um is that uh though what he said uh is offensive uh i'm not offended i'm not offended i expect that uh especially from somebody young uh you'd be surprised at, at how many young uh black people think the same way um and the reason why i don't throw it all the way out is because it's not completely wrong um but it is chronically incomplete uh in its assessment uh it just it just it just fails to to reach and touch on the most important uh elements of 
why there is a quote black culture problem unquote uh, but I think Scott is male, uh, well-meaning. I really do. Um, I think he's a young man. Um, he, he he looks young. I don't want to. I don't want to call him younger than he is. He looks like a young man. He may have. He may even be in college. He looks college age, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but if he's not college age, he's he doesn't look much older than college age. So I get it. You know, uh, his young mind is 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 turning. Uh, the wheels, that is. The wheels are turning. Uh, he's making sense of the world around him. He finds himself uh, in the middle of uh, uh, a large cultural war, uh, cultural war and several smaller subculture wars. And, uh, you know, he's trying to come up with answers like the rest of us. I can give young homie the benefit of the doubt. Um, but... He clearly needs a little bit of guidance. He needs a little bit of insight. Um, and he needs someone to kind of fill him in uh, so that some of those semi-factual uh, statistics and ideas that he was referencing uh, so that they are have deeper roots, that they make more sense in, in, a, in, a, in a more holistic uh, way in terms of how he's looking at the world, you know? So I think the, the first thing is, is that Scott, I ain't mad at you, homie. I know you're just trying to make sense of everything. Uh, don't get me wrong, you off. <laughs> you off, bruh. You off. You definitely off. Um, but... Uh, I can appreciate you at least attempting to try to work through this problem. Um, and the reason why I can give you the benefit of the doubt is because uh, even in your tone and, 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 and the delivery uh, that, that Scott was projecting with, um, I don't know, he just he don't seem he doesn't sound malicious. Uh, he just sounds young um, and, and, and you want to you want to show love to that. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, your line of thinking, Scott, why Scott's line of thinking was disappointing. Um, because unfortunately, it was full of statistics. Um, what he was citing uh, was was numbers. And that's a little bit that's a little bit disappointing. Um, because when when you come at a problem from that particular angle, uh, it's it's a lot. It is multiple times uh, more more easy or easier to um, to forget to humanize the people that you're talking about. You view them as numbers. You you look at them through the lens of logic and not love. Um, unfortunately, this is the same logic that police officers, rogue police officers have used to uh, to gun innocent, unarmed black people 
black men, black women, black teenagers down um, unjustly. It's because it is. It's this mindset that says that you got to do things right all the time. And when you don't do things right in the black community, it can literally mean life or death. You got to dot your I's and you got to cross your T's. So from the outside looking in, you're telling black people, you're telling the black community that they need to do things right. It's the same logic that people use to justify the killing of unarmed black teenagers, black men and black women at the hands of police officers. It's the same logic. If you do X, Y, Z, then A, B, C, or D, E, F would not happen. That's just not fair. It's not fair. Because one wrong move could mean the end of your life. Because you don't see me as a person, you see me as a statistic. You see me as a stereotype. So that's the first thing that was disappointing about Scott's um, delineation on the black culture problem. Hey, and the second reason why I had a problem with what Scott is saying in his video is because I discovered the video on Facebook. It was actually on Scott's page. Uh, and right now, it appears that Scott's page is public, if I'm not mistaken. Now, based on everything that I saw, just a quick cursory glance of his Facebook page, Scott ain't got no black homies. So my, my first question is, where your homies at, fam? Where your black homies at? Because one of your black homies is going to pull you to the side first and foremost and be like, Scott, what was that? They're going to listen to that video and be like, nah, bruh, you got to pull that down. You got to you got to take that down. Because even though I stated earlier that Scott is probably well intentioned, make no mistake about it. What was said was stupid. It was absolutely ridiculous. And it's not just ridiculous, it's it's insulting. Why must we continue to patronize and insult the intelligence of black men and women? America? Why do you why does America continue to act like that black men and women don't possess enough insight and and, and, and and any flair for nuance to keep up with this narrative that you keep trying to project upon the masses. Come on, man. Come on, man. What, you think your boy was born yesterday? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, Scott. Come on, Scott. Listen, man, here's the thing. If you ain't got no black homies, then why are you talking about this, bruh? Bill O'Reilly, if you don't hang with black people, 
Why are you talking about this? See, what ends up happening, not only do you sound ignorant, you sound phony. Because the fact that you're giving out advice implies that you care to some degree about the black community that you're speaking about. But the fact that you ain't got no black homies begs the question, why are you giving advice to a community that you don't even interact with? Come on, man. It's because you're trying to extend your platform. You have turned the plight of black America into a talking point so that you can gain more followers, get more likes. And so your voice can be heard in a culture that's already full of white noise. No pun intended. So I'm 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 really. I'm really kind of confused as to why you have no skin in the game yet you've taken it upon yourself to delineate on some clear-cut points about why black folks are in the mess that we in and what we need to do to get out come on man can you humanize black people with a little bit more carefulness, tenderness, and regard for the image of God that we have also been created in? Come on, man. Come on, man. Hey, and since it's Sunday morning, we might as well go to church right quick. Now, as far as white supremacy is concerned, uh, long before white supremacy was systemic and institutional it was spiritual and psychological long before it marginalized black folks into second second class citizenship in the united states it was an affront to the very humanity of the american negro what do i mean the same people that were teaching the love of God, the white church were teaching the love of God to people that they owned. Now, allow that oxymoronic message to, to, to marinate for a second. It's the most blasphemous version of the Christian gospel the world has ever seen, because what it did was it set an entire people group back by hundreds and hundreds of years we bought into our own inferiority because the master slave model was normalized by people who claimed to be followers of god himself yeah let that set in real quick this is the battle that we're fighting when we're talking about we're fighting racism we're not fighting for our right to go to college or own a house or or have our kids uh integrated with their white counterparts in elementary and junior high school nah man when we say that we are still fighting racism what we're saying is that a long time ago there was a distorted message 
that was taught to our people that normalized our inferiority. Yeah, finna give you this bag real quick. You gonna get this work. What 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 it taught us a long time ago that no sin would demote a white man or a white mo- uh, woman below the status of master. And no deed of goodness or greatness could ever elevate the Negro above the status of a slave. That is the uphill battle that we still climb today. Because what we learn through those mixed messages sent by the by white supremacy being propagated through the white church. Was that you can. Believe in God and what you do does not matter. Your belief matters, but what you do don't matter. And you telling black folks what they need to do in order to improve their community. (laughs) You telling us. What we need to do in order to improve our community and the message that was taught to us a long time ago is that what we do don't matter. Now, I'm not no fool. So I understand nuance and I understand the difference between uh, what is true and what is counterfeit as it pertains to the Christian faith. But please believe everybody did not ingest the message the same way. So when 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 you're talking about progress, when you're talking about what black folks are fighting against. It's not a right to sit at the counter. It's. Being loved by the person who's serving us at that counter. No, no, I'll say it another way. It's not being despised by the person sitting at that counter. Don't get me wrong. I ain't saying we ain't made no progress at all. Of course we have. But we have to really take a step back and determine where that progress has been made And if that progress is worth continuing or should we change the trajectory somewhere so that we can make progress in other areas? You know, it's one thing for your black child to be able to go to a school with whites. It's another thing for that white teacher to not hate your black child. It's another thing for that white teacher to not neglect your black child or treat your black child like he's slow or treat her like she can't learn like the other kids when the truth is she's brilliant. She has genius level intelligence as long as somebody takes the time to engage her. Listen, 
Racism is a lot more complex than just laws and policies that allow black folks to do what they previously were not allowed to do by law. Racism has less to do with the government and more to do with the people. You think you think you think hate crimes? You think you think um, um, civil rights, protests, marches, the entire movement was for legislation and policy? Nah, my man. Those those things, those fronts uh, uh, were manned in order to win battles of the hearts of men that if they could not celebrate us, that they could at least honor the human dignity that we were born with and that we were that we rightfully deserve to be treated with. So let's go back to the drawing board. Let's let's relook at this argument about the problem with black culture. The problem with black culture got somewhat to do with how we treat each other, but it largely has to do with how we've been treated by others since we were brought to this country on up to the present day. That's facts. Yeah, so this idea that you could somehow love God while oppressing your neighbor is a false narrative. It is a false paradigm that originated during slavery, probably before that. But it was definitely made prevalent during the time of American slavery. Listen, racism ain't just thinking that uh, a, a black man is is a criminal or, or, or some kind of low life based on the fact that he's black. It's also thinking that he's not one of those things based on the fact that he's black. See, the problem is, is that we are judging people not by the contents of their character, but by the color of their skin. And that's where we miss the mark. See, racism is not you thinking that somebody is a criminal. It's not you thinking that someone is a saint. Racism is your unwillingness to find out. Yup. 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 I got that bag for you, man. Racism is your unwillingness to judge an individual by the contents of their character. You cannot discover the contents of the character unless you become that person's neighbor whom you love like yourself. That's right. Imagine people... Uh, being suspicious of you lying about something very important because you got a past 
in which you lied once or twice about some pretty important things. People say, you know what, I I, I think that he did it. You say, no, 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 I, I, I used to lie. I've made that mistake. I learned my lesson. I, you know, I, and hearing it breaks your heart because you say, you know what, I, that's just, that just ain't me. That's not my character anymore, right? And imagine, imagine working for a company and they suspect that you stealing, embezzling money because you, uh, you knew some people who embezzled some money. And you say, you know, you look up and you say, oh, you know, I, I, I knew those cats. Uh, and, and, and I even laughed and, and, and got a kick and celebrated when they got away with it. But that was years ago. I'm not like that anymore. I no longer exhibit that kind of character. And it kind of hurts, man. You feel insulted when people... Uh, uh, misjudge your character right right now imagine you with your woman and you say you know what and you you cheated a long time ago maybe not even with her maybe with another woman it's been five six seven years you made that mistake but you learned your lesson because you love your woman she took you back or you found a new woman and 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 you know what she learned to trust you because you confessed to her from the beginning that you made a mistake but you don't want to repeat that mistake but because of your past, she's kind of holding you to that. And it hurts because it feels like an unfair uh, misjudgment of your character. Right. Right. You hate it. You being typecast and, and, and stereotyped by past mistakes. Right now. Uh, now, now, imagine that um, that somehow some gossip or some slander got out right about somebody pretty important maybe somebody running for office and come to find out they believe that you're the source and you know back in the day man you might have spread a rumor or two about somebody in high school or college and 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 it kind of became a big deal but you know what you learn your lesson you say you know what i've got a lot older i'm more mature boom 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 i said this ain't you know this ain't fair like why would you why would you think i did this and 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 the person that was accusing you said uh 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 um said why why wouldn't i and you tell them you say well i i i i don't lie anymore i i don't spread rumors anymore say i didn't the person say i didn't know that you spread rumors that ain't why you say well um um i've i haven't i don't have any uh ties to anybody that has any hidden agendas uh or 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 is trying to you know do something unethical say well i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't think you did i know you used to but i i i didn't i didn't i didn't think you did anymore that wasn't my reason for suspecting you and 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 you tell the person and you say okay well well what is it i mean i i clearly don't exhibit these character uh traits anymore you you obviously think i have some kind of personality trait or quality that makes me capable of spreading these vicious stories about you why would you what 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 have i done and and they say man it's it's because you white imagine that you don't even have a past 
that this person is aware of that in their mind links you to the crime they're accusing you of. The only thing that makes you guilty is the color of your skin. Scott Rhodes, welcome to being black in America, my brother. As always, black man, I don't care what they say about you. I don't care what kind of mistakes you made. I don't care what kind of relationship you got with your kids. I don't care that you don't make a lot of money. I don't care if you are falling short of what society has stated makes you a man, a good black man. You are still my brother and I still love you. You are still created in the image of God. You are still a king and a lion. I don't care what the world says. I don't care if you have grown discouraged in pursuing and accomplishing your dreams. You do have somebody who believes in you. You have people who believe in you. The homie Mills believes in you. Real talk, man. We bros for life. We're going to walk this thing out. And I want you to know you created in the image of God. And God is a king. You heard? Real talk, man. I got nothing but love for you. And even my white brothers and sisters, Scott Rhodes, man. Holla at me. Holla at me. Fam just young. That's all it is. It could it could open his mind. It could broaden his perspective. And he turn around and be a great man. Um fighting on the side that's right. We want you to be on the right side of history, my brother. Do what's right. Do what's right, man. Do what's right. Got nothing but love for you, bro. Got nothing but love for everybody out there that's listening and tuned in. Yo, you've been lost on Mars with the homie Mills. Until next time, fool with your guy.